0: Hi and welcome to our podcast. At Elim Life Church, we're really praying that you would be impacted by God's word as you listen today. If you've got any stories of answered prayer or you'd like to get in touch in any way, please contact us via our website, www.elimlifechurch.co.uk. God bless.
1: You know, as many of you will be aware, it's been my privilege to be the pastor of Eden Life Church for uh, just over 20 years. As many of you would imagine that during that time, I've had to make many different announcements. Sometimes those announcements have been announcements that are filled with great joy. And other times they've been announcements that have been filled with great sorrow. And today I need to make an announcement. And I really wish that, in many ways, we didn't have to make the announcement like this. I wish that I could stand in front of you in a building today and be able to make this announcement. But obviously, we cannot do that during this time. And for many people, the announcement that I'm gonna make, I'm sure will come as a shock and will come as a surprise. And that announcement isn't about anybody else. But it's about myself, it's about Sam, it's about my family. And that announcement actually is that at the end of July, I will no longer be your pastor. I'm sure that for many of you, he didn't see that coming. And the truth is that we didn't see it coming. I remember as we stood last November and we celebrated 20 years of ministry amongst you, As we looked back and we rejoiced and gave God thanks for all that he'd done in the life of his church. It was such an amazing occasion, it really was. And yet here we are just a, a few months on from there, telling the news that very shortly we will no longer be part of William life church, but rather we would have moved on. Moved on because we really feel that we need to follow God's leading and God's call upon our lives. At the beginning of this year, I really felt challenged from God's word. And the challenge was about the man Noah. It says of Noah that he was a man who did everything that God commanded him to do, that he was a man who did everything that God desired of him. And the reality is that that's what I've always wanted with my life, to do whatever I believe that God had called me to. And that is why that we will be leaving you in just a few weeks time. And then in September that we'll be moving to take up the pastoral ministry at our Ealing Church in Rugby, that I'll become the pastor of the Ealing Church Rugby. Many would be aware that just over twelve months ago we were invited to stand alongside Pastor Simon, who was then the pastor of the Ealing Church Rugby, as he was facing an incredible battle with cancer. You know even before he passed away, Simon said to me, Jonathan, would you come and be the pastor of the church? Maybe just for an interim period until I'm better. I said to Simon, Simon, why? It doesn't make sense for me to leave King Standing to come to Rugby. As many of you know, Pastor Simon passed away in November. And even at that time, it wasn't something that was on my agenda. It wasn't something that had captured my heart, as it were. But as the weeks went by, eventually we were asked the question, would we take up the pastorate in rugby? And we spent so many times thinking about it, praying about it, chatting about it and eventually we came to conclusion that we believe that it's right for us to make that move to make that transition even though it's not easy even though it's difficult leaving the people that we love so much leaving the people that we've journeyed with through some highs and through some lows the people that we've seen come to faith the people that we've seen developing their relationship with God and being released into different ministries it's really difficult to move on in that way and yet we really believe that this is what God is asking us of us at this time and therefore we've had to we say yes to God's plans and to God's purposes you know I just want to say thank you so much for the way that you've embraced us it's been such a joy to be your pastor it's been such a joy to be able to be with you for these past 20 plus years it's been amazing I want to say thank you for the team that I've had the privilege of working alongside the the pastoral team who are great pastors today. For the church leadership team, thank you so much for your commitment and for your support. For all of those people that are departmental leaders, team leaders, you guys are absolutely amazing. To every single one of you, we want to say that we love you. And whilst we move on, we will never forget you and we will always cheer you on and pray for you. You know, I really do believe that the best is still yet to come for Elim Life Church. And I really want to encourage you, especially during this season, to keep united together, to keep on supporting one another, to keep on cheering one another on In order that these communities would be transformed by the love and the life of God. That you continue to be a church that continues to reach people. In order that they would be raised up and released into all that God has for their lives. We are going to keep on praying for you. As I'm sure you'll pray for us. Later today and in the coming week and weeks. There will be opportunities for you to be able to speak to us on Zoom meetings and maybe even face-to-face with social distancing in place. And hear more about the story, that the journey, the story, what is behind this announcement today. But our prayer is that God will bless you and that God will keep you and that God will cause his face to shine down upon you and grant you peace. Amen.
0: Hey Church, Pastor Sarah here. I can only imagine some of the emotions and the questions and the feelings that you're experiencing right now after Jonathan has just announced to us that as a family they'll be leaving Elim Life Church at the end of July and taking up the leadership role at Elim Church in Rugby from September I imagine some of you are feeling sad and upset, maybe grieving, maybe feeling the loss already, maybe uh, struggling to process this information, confused, uncertain. And I really want to reiterate what Pastor John said. We are so sorry that we've had to do it this way as it's become clear to us that the kind of coming out of lockdown is more complicated than getting into lockdown with consultation with our ELIM leaders we've come to the decision that we had to bring the announcement to you this way but that's not our desire we would much rather have been gathered together where we can share and laugh and cry and a hug and process and we are really sorry that we've had to do it online on a broadcast but I want to take a few moments to reassure you to reassure you that God is in charge to reassure you that we as a leadership are available, to reassure you and remind you to look to Jesus. We have such a great leadership team and all those plans for recovery, for regathering in the building and reconstruction, all of those things are still underway. just want to reassure you that we're still working on your behalf and on our community's behalf to to build the kingdom here through Elim Life Church in North Birmingham. And we want to say a huge thank you to Jonathan and Sam for all that they've invested, for all that they've given for uh, Olivia and Charlotte and Hope and all the joy and the life that they've brought to us as a church. We will be sad to see them go and we are so going to miss them. As we release them into all that God has for them, it's bittersweet It's sad for us because we won't get to do life and faith together in the same way but it's sweet because they're following the call of God and for the church at Rugby who's experienced so much challenge and suffering in the last few years for them to be able to step into a new season. So church can I ask you to do a few things, one can you pray for the skeletons, let's celebrate them, let's honour them, let's pray for them as they take some time out in the summer and step into something new in the autumn. Would you pray for us as a church leadership as we keep leading and navigating the season that is to come? Pray God's wisdom for us. And would you pray for the church at Rugby that they would know such blessing and God's grace and favour upon them? And let me remind you, church, that the vision of Elim Life Church remains the same. We really believe that God has called us to reach our communities with the love and life of God, to see them transformed with the love and life of God. We still believe that God's called us to reach those who don't yet know Jesus, to raise up faith-filled and faithful disciples and to see people released into spirit-empowered ministry and mission here locally and abroad Those things are still part of who we are as a church and we're continuing to look to Jesus and asking the spirit to lead us and guide us. This is God's church and he's called us to reach this part of the city and we're going to continue to do that. And so what happens next? Well, we are part of an ELIM movement that um, is... 550, 600 churches in the UK connected to 40 different nations around the world. And so there's a process that takes place to appoint a new minister, someone to come and help us here and to help lead us into all that God has for us. And so our regional leader, Paul Hudson, who has um, apostolic oversight for the Midlands region, will be in consultation with our leaders about what that looks like moving forward. Our church leadership team have already begun to prayerfully consider what this looks like moving forward, the kind of person that we would want to come and join and help to lead this team. And so that process, that prayerful consultation and consideration has begun. And this month, we're going to spend the month saying goodbye to John and Sam and Olivia and Charlotte and Hope and cheering them on into all God has for them. In the summer, we still want to try, if we can at all possible, to gather uh, maybe outdoors somewhere and do some fun things together. And then looking towards the autumn to regather. Let's be prayerfully looking to Jesus in all these things. And again, I'm so sorry that we've had to share it with with you in this way. And we want to give you time to process and think through those things. So please get in touch with us. Please connect with us. You know, this week we have um, three Zoom call opportunities for you to join together online on Sunday afternoon, this afternoon and Tuesday evening and Thursday evening. John and Sam will be on sharing a little bit more of the story of how they've come to the decision that they've come to and, and what God's been saying and how he's been leading. You'll be able to ask us questions about what that looks like moving forward. And we'll be on there together to be able to celebrate them and cheer them and hear them and process those things together. That'll be coming out in an email for you today. So please make sure you just click on those links and come and join us. And now let me just introduce to you our regional leader. Paul Hudson is going to come and share a few words with us today on our broadcast.
2: Hello, Elam Life Church. My name is Paul Hudson. I'm the regional leader for the Midlands region. And I'm privileged to come on and bring a message today into this program. As you have already heard, a message that Jonathan, Sam, Olivia, Charlotte, and Hope are all being called by God to move away from you into a new chapter for their life. It's going to be a blessing for where they're going, but for you today, it's traumatic. And I know that both sides. Of what's taking place in this scenario. 20 years of service as pastor to this wonderful church, 20 years of visiting your homes, 20 years of dedications and weddings and funerals, the whole hatch match dispatch, 20 years. 20 years of of Bible studies, 20 years of devising courses for discipleship, of taking the church into community projects, of taking the church into international missions, 20 years of laughing with you, crying with you, supporting you, holding you, encouraging you, 20 years of being available 24-7, sacrificially, living selflessly, and above all, trying to demonstrate a Christ-likeness in word and action, simply because they love you and they love God. At the same time, being very real, being very down to earth, being very human with all the vulnerabilities Of that with life's difficulties and personal circumstances that they've had to navigate through. 20 years of going into the private secret place where you have not seen them and Jonathan laying before God the concerns and the requests that he is carrying for the church. Praying with fasting, nighttime praying, persistent praying, 20 years of studying the Bible and saying, God, give me your word, give me your message for your people. 20 years of trying to be the best that he could be for you and for God. 20 years of loving, shepherding, caring for God's church. Jonathan, I salute you today. You have been and are an amazing pastor, leader, mobilizer, influencer. You've got a great wife who's your rock, support, right-hand person, and you're raising great children. But you have left a church that is far better than when you came 20 years ago. You're leaving a larger church, you're leaving a more engaged church, You're leaving a church with a great team of ministers and leaders, the small group structures, the projects that you're involved in. I thank you for that. You are going to be greatly missed. But I want you to um, leave this wonderful church, blessed beyond measure, overwhelmed with love and the cheers of the crowd, the thankfulness that you have done everything in these 20 years to make this church what it is today. Thank you for that. Let me say before I close, Elam Life Church, as you bless your pastor and the family, as they go into their new chapter and you're cheering them on, I want you to understand that God never takes without giving back in the whole plan of God. God's plan for Elam Life Church continues. And yes, there will be a new appointment being made. Uh, I have no uh, anxiety about that at all. Firstly, what a great team of ministers you already have. What a wonderful leadership team that you already have. And I'm enjoying journeying with them already in the discussion of what goes next and the next steps. So in your grief and in your sorrow and in all of the conversations you're gonna have saying, I can't believe they're going, um, I want to bring peace to you, it's gonna be okay. For today, today is about today, it's not about tomorrow. Today is about applauding, and thanking and uh, Jonathan and Sam and and the children and over these next few weeks as they prepare to farewell from you as a church I know you as a church I going to love them and pour back into their life so that they feel stronger confident they feel blessed beyond measure and as you do that I know God will open heaven over you as a church and what, is, what he has in store is boundless and uh, it's full of glory for him. So be blessed. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege of sharing with you. And uh, I am praying for you and I am walking with you. Amen.
0: Thanks to Paul for those words today. Well, before we come to our final song of worship, opportunity to give and some notices, let me share just for a few moments from God's word. As I've had maybe a little bit longer to process the information, one of the key messages that God has been sharing with me is this encouragement to keep looking to Jesus, that in the uncertainty and in the unknowing, He is in charge. And so last week I started a bit of a mini-series entitled Look to Jesus based on these amazing verses from Hebrews chapter 12. So I just want to take a few moments to help us think about Hebrews 12 as we start to process the information, as we begin to work through and keep looking to Jesus for our own lives and for us as a church. So let me read these verses from Hebrews chapter 12. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, You see, in the whole of human history and in the history of God's people, we face challenges, we face uncertainties, we face times where we're not quite sure what to do or where to turn. And throughout scripture, God encourages his people to look to him to be aware of his presence. In Psalm 121, the psalmist writes, where does my help come from? I lift up my eyes, my help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. I don't look at the circumstances, but I lift my eyes up and I look to God. And and the writer to the Hebrews here, I guess, is picking up on that idea. He's like, in the race of faith that you're called to, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Keep looking to Jesus. He says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, what does he mean by that? Well, in Hebrews chapter 11, there's this long list of heroes of the faith, people like Abraham and Joseph and Jacob. And he's like, these people who have gone ahead of us, they weren't perfect, they didn't have it all together, they didn't have easy lives often, but they lived and they walked by faith. And these people have gone ahead of us and they're an example to us and they cheer us on to say, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and running the race that God's called you to. It says to throw off anything that hinders and entangles. You know, sometimes it can be an external thing that happens to us or an internal thing that is happening within us. That we need to say hey this thing is slowing me down or this thing is going to be an obstacle and a hindrance how do i overcome those things sometimes we need to throw them off and sometimes we need to just keep our eyes fixed on jesus and keep following after him we're told to run with perseverance the race marked out for us you and i have a purpose for our lives given to us by god some of us may be really clear about that, what that race is, that purpose is. Some of us are still figuring that out and that's okay. But we're called to run with perseverance, to not give up, to, to keep our eyes on Jesus, to keep moving forward into all that he has for him. And as I was preparing this, I was remembering that some of my attempts at running. Now, some of you sadly will have seen me with the running gear on and my crazy bright running trainers. I've tried many times over the years to have a go at running. And just so I was preparing this, I really felt like Holy Spirit nudged me with this idea of what it's like when you run, or what it's like when I run. Sometimes I've got so much energy and enthusiasm and I can keep running and keep running and keep going. Other times I have to run a bit, walk a bit, run a bit, walk a bit. Sometimes I walk, run for a little bit, then I have to pause, then I run a bit more. And all of those things are valid because they get me to where I need to go. And I just want to say, some of you might be feeling like weary and tired and that actually you've just had to take a pause. That's okay. Keep holding on to Jesus. Keep looking to him and then keep moving forward with all that he's got. Some of you might be like, I'm running the race of my life. This is awesome. That's amazing. We want to keep cheering you on and saying, make sure that your strength and your refreshing is coming from God. Some of you might be a bit, walk a bit, run a bit, walk a bit. That's okay too. Because as long as we're looking to Jesus and we're welcoming the work of the Spirit and we're saying yes to all he has for us, and we're moving forwards into all he has for us, and we do that by fixing our eyes on Jesus, looking to him, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, the one who began faith in us and the one who walks with us until we enjoy our inheritance in heaven with him face to face one day. He is the one who began that in us and he'll see it through to completion, empowering us by his spirit. It says, look to Jesus, the one who gave it all for you, the one who gave his life for you, the one who offers you friendship and forgiveness and eternity with him. Look at him, look at what he endured on the cross, all because he loves you, all because he's got a plan and a purpose for your life, all because he wants you to know the friendship of the father. Consider him. And then when you feel weary, you won't lose heart because you'll be inspired by the faith of those who've gone before you and, the, and the, the example of Jesus and his love for you. So if you are feeling weary today, I want to encourage you to be refreshed and encouraged in God. And let me read this to you from a different version, and then I'm going to pray for us today. Hebrews 12, verses 1 to 3 in the NLT version. Therefore, since we are sur- surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, Let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people, then you won't become weary and give up. Isn't that such an encouragement to us today? To keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. You know, for us, sadly, John and Sam's race and the girls, their race is taking them to a different place, but we wanna pray for them today. We wanna pray for both churches. We wanna pray for us moving forward, so let's pray. God, we wanna thank you that you are in charge And we want to thank you that you are with us. We want to thank you that you have a race marked out for us. We want to thank you that you can encourage us and help us to persevere, that you can fill us afresh with your spirit and refresh us in every season, in every transition, in every circumstance. Lord, we want to thank you for the faith that you've started in us and that you will see through to completion. And God, we pray that we would walk and run very closely with you in this next season, that we would be tuning in to what you have to say to us as individuals and to us as a church. Lord, we want to say a huge thank you for the Skelton family, for Jonathan and Sam, for Olivia and Charlotte and Hope. Thank you for all that they've given, all that they've invested, all that they've brought into the life of Elim Life Church and the mission here. God, would you bless them and strengthen them and refresh and renew them for the season ahead. Lord, we pray for the church at Rugby. Lord, we pray for healing and life and joy to come in fresh ways. Father, we pray for us as a church here. Lord, we thank you for the vision and mission you've given us and Lord, I pray that you'll help us to persevere, help us to keep looking to you. You'd strengthen us, you'd uh, create new opportunities for us to be able to reach, raise and release. Father, pray for wisdom for us as a church leadership as we navigate and steward all that you've given us and all that you have for us. I pray for every single one of us today that we would be encouraged by your word, that we would look to you with any of our concerns or our worries or our anxieties. And as we do, there will be this beautiful divine exchange that takes place where you fill us with your hope and your joy and your peace. Lord, we ask this because it's all for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen.